The United Auto Workers campaign against Detroit's three automakers can be described as one thing for the union, a win. That closure is a positive for the car makers, but Mike Kalias, reporter at the Wall Street Journal, says it portends difficult times ahead for the Detroit Three, with the new PACs expected to push the company's labor costs higher. Mike, how so? Yeah, I mean, that both the union and the companies have described this as, as record contracts or, or probably the biggest gains uh, that the workers have seen since the 1960s. Um, bigger than, I think, what the companies expected heading in, so workers are getting a 25% wage increase. Um, They also got some cost of living adjustments back, which they haven't had in like 15 years. So that gets added into their fixed wage. Besides some of the basics of the contracts, like uh, like the pay hikes, what else was in there that maybe wasn't talked about as much? Yeah, I think pay for temporary workers is a big deal. I know that the union has really hated this, this idea that you've got one person working on the line making half of what another person might be making. And so temps get a much larger pay increase uh, from this thing. It's, you know, you you could, there's a lot of people who will go from making about 16 bucks an hour to 40 by the end of this contract in in four years. Um, So that's a big deal for workers. The temp situation can be really tough. Uh, You know, retirement benefits, uh, you know, I think the nine or 10%, so 401k match. I mean, the union went in wanting a return of, of traditional pensions, and that was kind of a non-starter for the companies, but okay. it really sweetened the defined contribution side of things. We're speaking with Mike Kalias, autos reporter at the Wall Street Journal. His piece is called Detroit is Paying Up to End the UAW Strike. Now car makers will live with the costs. All right, so speaking of the costs, uh, higher labor costs here, more expensive American cars and SUVs, is that... Is that what is ahead for consumers? I think that it that it could trickle down over time. Yes, right now I think it's it's going to be difficult to pass along some of these costs because, as we've talked about in the past, Gordon, that we're kind of at a ceiling in terms of uh, what the what the car companies can charge. I mean, you know, since the pandemic, a historic run of sort of price increases, the willingness of consumers to pay up for different models and features. Uh, right now, you know, with higher interest rates, you know, it's going to be hard for the companies to get much more. I think the expectation is pricing is actually going to go the other way uh, here in the in the short term over the next year. But further out, yeah, I do think uh, you know Ford put the put the cost of this at about 900 bucks a car. Um, you know, this is an industry that agonizes over nickels and dimes, yeah. uh, adding cost to the to the vehicle, and so you, you know. I think it's also, you know, you could say, well, maybe Detroit's going to lose market share because Toyota, the Toyotas and Kias and Hyundais and Teslas of the world are paying their their workers a lot less. Although I do think we're going to see some wage inflation at those companies as well. So I, I do think that longer term across the board, it could it could trickle down into consumer pricing. What have investors been saying about uh, like Ford and GM now kind of dialing back those electric vehicle plans? Well. I mean, right now, the, you know, the, the, the short answer is the investors aren't really uh, thrilled with auto stocks right now. Um, they're at multi-year lows. Uh, this UAW contract didn't help, but there's also been some other things that have gone on just in the past week. Both GM and Ford um, had pretty significant walkbacks of, of their plans for EV investment, both citing uh, demand that hasn't materialized like they expected. 
Now, on the one hand, investors might say, well, you know, maybe that's maybe that's prudent. You know, let's not spend a ton of money on something that if we're not sure there's going to be a, a payoff for it. Uh, but, you know, these these EV investments and the fact that Detroit and, and the traditional car makers were finally going to get in the game against Tesla and there's this huge growth opportunity as the industry moves to EVs. I mean, that got that got the street excited for a few years. And, um, you know, it's kind of like I think investors are looking at this going, well, OK, higher labor costs, pressure on the traditional business. Now we're not as excited about the future stuff that was supposed to be your growth engines. Mm. Like there's just not a whole lot that investors are are super excited about right now, I think, with these auto stocks. Thanks, Mike. Mike Colias, autos reporter at The Wall Street Journal.